Hallo Süßmann, das ist meine meine no. Hallo Süßmann, das ist meine sind ballig mit Kamen und Chad. Chad, we get es der Hörte. Okay, I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not gonna pretend like I know German, but I also know you butchered every word in that sentence because German is a phonetic language, and none of their letters sound that way. I used to know German a little bit. I don't anymore. High school was Wake a long time ago. Wake up, dear Hugo. Let me hear the thing again. Hallo zusammen. Das ist meine Nugen sind bellig mit Cameron und Chad. Chad, we get es dear. Wait, I can't hear this word. Did you have a good Oktoberfest, Chad? Um. So, funny story. My, my, where I work, we do like a date for Oktoberfest. Well, not a date, but uh, we get like a an hour-long lunch, and there are games, and you can win PTO and stuff like that. And that was today. And I won a 12-pack of Bud Light as like a door prize and an hour of PTO. And I went for a 45-minute walk because I was not going to hang around those people for a full hour when it was like 80 degrees out. It was gorgeous out today. So I, I, I did have a good Oktoberfest. That's good. How about you? Do you guys do anything for Oktoberfest? Yeah, my mom made homemade pretzels. Oh, nice. With a, it's like a mustard and beer cheese dip. Oh my god, that sounds really good. My dad grilled up um, bratwurst, and I made an alt beer bowl. I don't know which, what that is. Yeah, so it's um, you get a pale ale, and then overnight you soak apples and strawberries and raspberries in a simple syrup and you dump that in the beer oh and dude the, <laughs> it was a good Oktoberfest, man we watched football all day there were like three games in a row they were all pretty good did you have like today off um no that was on sunday okay Oktoberfest was like a week ago oh well lacrosse where i live is starting at like this week let me check the calendar here. Um, I did a search for when does Oktoberfest start, and it just says canceled. <laughs> what the yeah, hell? Yeah, ours is going uh, September 30th, October 3rd, uh, which kind of sucks because I've been like sort of hankering now that I, I finished uh, draft three of my book today. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I should start doing I should get some more Warhammers to paint. Um, but the store that might actually have them in stock is in downtown lacrosse and i don't want to go anywhere near downtown lacrosse all weekend because it's going to be an absolute zoo of just yeah. traffic so that's gonna to have to wait till next week um yeah, that's i should probably problem. call and see if they even have it because if they don't then i can order it but i'm like do i want to spend like because the, the set i want is like 50 bucks it's a 10 chaos space marines and then i gotta get new paints and that's gonna cost another like 40 or 50 dollars if i get like proper ass model paints it's um the the, the Oktoberfest around here they don't have parking like there's no adequate parking at all so that sounds about right yeah it just it fills out the neighborhood like everybody's just parking in front of people's houses for like blocks upon blocks and it's a it's basically it's a walk to get there and what's weird is with the uh, last year they didn't hold it at all yeah this same year, year 
they're bringing it back, but they're limiting how many people can be in at a time. On top of more people than ever want to go. So, like, I literally, I saw parked cars, like, circumventing the area where it's, like, I recognized the pattern of all these people parking, and it was, like, outside the normal radius, and it's, like, oh, we're not going this year. Like, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. I, I don't want to picture the mess of a line that's going to be out there. I went to Oktoberfest once, and, like, I, like lacrosse is kind of known for it, because, like, the city is half bars, at least downtown is, and it was fine, like... There was a couple of local bands I wanted to see, so like that was sort of the reason. Uh, walking from bar to bar, it was just... It wasn't fun. There's just too many people. The only good side is, is we went to Dell's Bar, and they have a really good Bloody Mary there, and so I remember having a Bloody Mary. And it's like, you know, I should have more of those. I actually really like Bloody Marys. I, I almost never... I have like four a year. And it's like, that's something I can fix pretty easily. So now that I'm thinking about this, I'm like, I should have Bloody Marys this weekend. But I'll wait till next week to go to Dell's bar. Honestly, that bar's okay. Their bathrooms are fucking filthier. They were last time I was there. So that's like, eh. As long as you're having fun. Yeah. You go to a different bar to pee. I hear your doggie. Yeah, she's been super uppity lately, and I cannot figure out why. That's interesting, though, that you guys had it, like, a different week than we do. I don't know if lacrosse is just dumb. So I mean, we're in Wisconsin, well, so yeah, we are, but traditionally Oktoberfest is like a two week long celebration to celebrate the start of October. So it ends October 1st. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what it is in Germany um, or something like that. I, I don't have the exact dates on that, but that's, that's like what Oktoberfest is supposed to be in America. Since we don't really have the same tradition, it's kind of like St. Patrick's day where we just make up our own version so for some people, they think it's in October because it has the word October in the fest. Yeah. Um, I was so that it, it's sort of like a Joe regional today. thing. <laughs> like how how does your mayor interpret foreign uh, traditions? Well, in lacrosse, it used to be longer, but yeah, it kind of became such a safety hazard that like the city was like, no, no, we have to like knock a day or two off of this. Like we can't have. This many people in town being this drunk for like a full week. Because, dude, we drink a lot here and it, it is a problem. Uh, ours is put on by it, like, it's funny. I think the town has an Oktoberfest and it's super lame. Uh, we have a German society of German immigrants that will import beer and pastries from Germany from like their family bakery because like grandma still lives in the old country over there. Sure. So it's very authentic. Oh, and the the Oompa Band, they don't speak English. Like they fly out on a plane to play live polka music. Kind of cute. Oh, it's the best. Like it's it's a little small. It's a little cheap, but mm -hmm. it's very authentic. It's just I prefer it way more than St. Patrick's Day. Sure. If I'd, Walmart I'd sells cheap T-shirts, I don't want it. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is, is kind of fun around here. I think that's when they do the 0.1k run where you basically run down a street from one place into a bar and like that's like one of the events. That yeah, they, sounds they call fun. It a, it's, it's like a goofy marathon and I believe that like, normally like, everybody wears white shirts like they'll hand those out. They can like throw green paint at each other and just like make a mess. That's at least a thing to do. Yeah, make there, it feel there's like some kind of neat stuff around here. 
I've never really done most of it, but I hear about it, and it's like, yeah, I can see why someone would enjoy that. I am horribly <laughs> introverted, so I will stay inside. Ooh, you sent me that the picture of that beer stuff. That looks pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of, like, fruit. I, I wish I ate more fruit, but, like, that looks good. I mean, this it was like very pretty. It was certainly sweet. If you like sweet beers, it's maybe the best I've had. I think uh, it would be totally reasonable to say that it's maybe too sweet for some people. Sure. So it's a matter of taste, really. But it was at least like it's mostly natural. I mean, you got obviously you soak them in simple syrup, but a lot of that sugar is just going to come from the fruit itself too, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it it was a very nice. I think it was a compliment to the pretzels. Oh sure, get the salt. Yeah, and actually, uh, my mom doesn't drink alcohol, uh, but I put the fruit in some ginger ale, and the same effect. It was actually really good that way too. Nice. That sounds really like just lovely. Oh, it was a perfect little day. I'm yeah, glad was... I enjoyed the holiday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the highlight of my week for sure. So I want to talk about, I, I don't know if I want to call it the highlight of my week, but I want to talk about karaoke. It was one of like the couple things that came pre-planned to chat about. Um, Did you sing the Macarena? No. Did you dance so, the Macarena? No. I see. We did We did two karaoke's this week, or I did. Uh, one of them was in VR chat with you and Alex and Joe, and that was fun. Um, that, w- that was interesting, and I, I know Alex listens to, the, it listens to this, so I'm going to talk about him, and he's going to hear about it. Um, but this is something like he he suggested like oh, like a month or more ago, right? Like the guy we need to play VR chat, and he like told me like this is one of the things he wanted to do, and then it just kind of this is months ago because his his headset broke, but it, it, there was certain like this build up to it, right? Like oh, I guess we're eventually going to do this, uh, and we finally did, and I didn't know what to expect out of that because what I think is something like this, I. Add more importance to it than it probably needs, but then also I take it more seriously than like anybody else in the room because I I'm afraid of like doing bad and looking like an idiot, and so like I I come prepared with like my song that I'm gonna do and it, and then it that th- doesn't work it doesn't fucking play and then he's just like I'm gonna do Hannah Montana and then half the song I'm gonna do a goofy voice and it was fucking hysterical and it was so charming but also like I don't wish. I wish I could get to that energy because I think people with that energy have more fun. Ah, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm bad at like just being goofy and not caring. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't. That's not a aspect of my personality. Um, and sometimes I wish it was. Like, I, I look at that and be like. In, a, in another universe, like I can do this, but not in this one, and I, like that's how I sort of frame it to myself. Well, that's what's funny though, because you you have it, you know, you have the means to be that other Chad. I know I'm terrible at singing though. Like I I, I think it would go from like this is funny to oh god, there's four more minutes of the song and he's still singing like, uh, really fast. I mean, you listen to me. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to pretend like you're amazing, but I feel like you're like on key is the no. thing. I I sang the four and a half minute version of Fist Bump, and then I sang Weird Al's uh, 
hardware store song that even Weird Al doesn't sing because he can't sing it. That was really funny. I, I feel bad I didn't join you on Fist Bump because it shouldn't have taken me that long to realize that the melody to it was sort of non-existent and you just say the words really fast, like in time with the word, the, you know, like they're highlighting right because it's karaoke machine. Um, and I, I wish I would have just jumped in like a couple minutes in instead of like leaving you hanging to do that because I kept trying to like think of like, okay, do I have this down? I think I can jump in here. And it's like, no, I don't know this song at all. And just like basically being a coward about it. And we wouldn't have even been in sync anyways because there's so much fucking latency. Uh, that's the other part too. I like we were making do with the limits of VR chat karaoke, but it's yeah. like, man, I wish we could do actual karaoke. <laughs> Cause yeah, the, the little bugs, the latency like, yeah, this is annoying. Um, it's not, bad but it's not great it was it was fun though uh, i definitely like we laughed a fucking lot that night so it was it was super worth it well i'm glad so you're a karaoke master now no but so that leads me into the second thing i did um which was a bit more serious well call, okay calling it more serious is probably a lie but this is something uh the, the the discord i'm in for mark and his students, you know, we're, we're all we're all taking lessons from him to be better singers and screamers and, and whatnot, right? And so, the mods there decided, hey, let's let's try to do a karaoke night. Uh, this could be fun, and also, a lot of people here have performance anxiety, and the only way you can get over that is to perform in front of people. So, to keep things simple, they picked uh, three different songs that you could choose from. Basically, the meme song, the clean song, or the scream song, because they're clever. And uh, there was like a minute, minute and a half of each song. And so you could pick more than one song if you wanted. Uh, but this way, we could all do this and not like be here for three hours. Because there's like 16 or 17 of us that showed up. And, and Mark, uh, the, the teacher, he showed up as well. And uh, it was really interesting to be a part of that. Because these people are either his students who have been taking lessons for a bit. Or are in other bands like already and are like kind of professional singers. Or our new students, you know, total opposite end of the spectrum, getting better but not quite there. Or maybe they're good but they don't know how to perform in front of people. And so, like, they open their mouth and all the technique just went out the window. And so there's this huge disparity in stuff and, and what people are comfortable with and then how people can actually do. And it felt like there was a lot of pressure because of, like, the, the context of what we were doing there, right? And so... Uh, Mark's business partner, Alex, is making Mark go first on every song. And Mark hasn't really practiced any of them. And I think that was kind of the intent. So it's like, well, Mark's going to be dumb and silly because at the end of the day, this is karaoke. It is extremely dumb and silly. Uh, and it, it, if he fucks up, then it's okay if you fuck up, right? And, like, I appreciated that. I still didn't believe it, though. And so I was, I was, I practiced the, you know, that day of for, like, an hour, my little minute section of a Miley Cyrus song. Um and I was like fucking shaking when I was doing that. It was it was terrifying, but also like once it was over, it was like, well, I was still shaking for like ten minutes after. But you know, it felt really good to to, to get it over with, right? Like I actually did it. I wasn't actually sure if I was gonna do this or not, and I did it. Um, it, it was just such a weird experience. We're like combining this like fun party game almost with like 
extreme anxiety, like 10 out of 10 anxiety, would not anxiety again kind of thing. I think that's just the kind of thing you have to practice to work out of, though, right? Yeah, I think so. It's weird I because... See a lot of posts on the VR chat subreddit. Like I, I actually stopped checking the subreddit because almost every post was just how do I make friends? I I'm afraid to use my mic. I don't I don't want to talk because nobody will bully me for having a bad voice. And it's like I got tired of giving the advice of you have to practice. Like yeah. socializing is a skill. It's like in The Sims, you, your sim has to talk to people and they'll get better at talking the more they talk. And I hate trivializing and simplifying things to that degree, but it's just, I don't know how else to get the point across because it's true. Mm -hmm. And it's so, I don't know. When did I, would you describe me as fun? Yeah. When did I start being fun? I don't know. I feel like you're, you're. You're not like, there's like different definitions of fun, right? Like, there's, you know, you know that, uh, that, 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 the Dayong Kesha song, that animation that, uh, Vivisi Pop did, where like, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. blue werewolf is, is dancing and everybody's like dancing with her because she's like infectious. There's like that kind of fun, right? And that's a specific kind of fun. And sometimes I wish I was that fun because like people like that kind of charismatic person who is just willing to throw themselves out there for, and, and get other people to do that and just be like this really bubbly infectious personality. But there's other, there's other versions of fun. Cause I do think you're a fun person. It's just like, it's a little more subdued and it's a little more like almost idea focused. Like you're like, Hey, I can show you some stuff that's interesting and we're going to have a fun time watching it. Whether the quality of the thing is good or not. Like you take people on different kinds of journeys, but you still take them on a journey. And at the end of the day, like, that to me is a good time. Like, I, I'm not wasting my time hanging out with you, right? Like, I, I, I enjoy spending time with you because I think you are a fun person and you're a, 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 a funny person. It's just slightly different than maybe what, you know, people might associate with that word. But most people aren't the fucking blue werewolf lady, you know, from Vivizzi Pops video. Well, my point was... At some point, I made a conscious decision to uh, stop being reserved. Okay. And it was literally a conscious decision of, I'm just, I'm not going to say no anymore. It's like that stupid movie. Yeah. Uh, you just, sometimes you have to, like, cross a line and say, you know what? I, I will go to karaoke night with the guys. You know, it's like I just I I'm I take inventory of my life and realize maybe I'm a little sad and a little boring, so I'll just I'll stop being boring. And if there's a negative consequence to this, it's not because I was right to not go. It's at worst case scenario a lateral shift because I'm sure. feeling negative now. You know, that that's an interesting way to put it. I mean, that kind of I don't know philosophy, right? Like like you are you are the change in your life, like. If, if there's a problem, you have the means to fix it most of the time. Like, it's just a matter of, like, being able to do that and, like, basically taking the bravery test, I guess. But it makes you feel happier. Most people feel oh, yeah. happier for trying and not succeeding than for not trying. Sure. 
at, at the same time, like the 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 fear of failure definitely keeps a lot of us, myself included, back. Like, I don't, and I don't know why, because you look at something like as as dumb as karaoke, where if you fail, you didn't lose anything. You probably just made people laugh or slightly uncomfortable for a few minutes. Like you're not, like you said, like it's a lateral shift. It's not like. It's not like you're shooting someone with a gun, right? It, it's like, no, you, you sang a song off-key, but people laughed and then, like, maybe joined in and tried to sing it with you off-key as well. Like, because at the end of the day, it is a, it's a communal thing. Like, you're with people. You know, I can't but, remember which song it was, but it, it felt like we were passing the mic on VR. Yeah. Or just, at some point, everyone was kind of participating in it. Maybe it was Fist Bump. And it was just, like, it was such a nice, authentic moment. It, like, I, mean, I had my serious like song being... I tried. I, I sang yeah. Team. And boy, that was my worst song of the night. But I tried. And then after that, it's like, well, can only go up from here. And the rest sure. of the night was fun. I think it might have been a Backstreet Boys song. I know Alex was kind of passing the mic around. And him and, him and Joe, for sure, were going back and forth. And that was really entertaining. Well, and then I sing the Weird Al version of that song. Which was super funny. And that, and that's, that, like, that was... that's the kind of joke that you like tag something with that like only you will go that route like i don't no one else thinks that way you're just like i'm gonna grab the parody song and we're gonna do that next man it's fucking we, perfect we kinda, yeah I, and also we bookended it i don't know if you caught that but alex picked that song first and then we ended on the weird owl version of it oh really yeah i did that very on purpose nice oh you'll be in literary I was playing Space Station 13 the other day as a clown. Oh, nice. And the, it, it, I really hate that thing where you say, uh, oh, you're a comedian? Tell me a joke. Because it's like, you can't, you know, not everybody operates that way. It's not a vending machine. Yeah. Now, knowing that that's what people will say, you should be prepared to hear that. But there's not a lot of jokes that I can say like in text where the humor can get across. And so when I'm playing clown on space station 13, normally I'm trying to set up situational humor where I will redecorate a room or I will steal a bunch of stuff out of one room and put it somewhere else. And now I'm the hospital because I said so. Yeah. So I'm in the middle of like setting up a gag like that. And the captain of the ship, calls me to the cafeteria and and it's like okay so i show up and like okay tell me a joke and there's a bunch of people there like in the cafeteria and so okay (laughs) like what why why do this like you know how this works why would you just interrupt a clown and tell them like that's not how space station 13 works it's like the dumbest thing and this is on an rp server where you think they would know better yeah so I'm like, all right, and I'm I feel unprepared to tell a joke. Uh, so I said, well, here's a riddle. Um, when it when is a door not a door? And the captain said, when it's open, which is wrong. Which is wrong. But I, but I said, uh, when I forget my keys and I can't open it, it's a wall. Oh, there you go. And it's not very funny. No, and, but it, and the captain you know. was like, that's not very funny. I was like, no shit. And then I told like two more <laughs> jokes that were not funny. They were like they weren't even dad jokes. It was like they're half form jokes. They don't quite have the punchline yet. Sure. And then I said, uh, "Okay, I got one more. Knock knock." And they said, "Who's there?" I said, oh, "I can't open it. I lost my keys." 
and everyone else in the room started laughing because I structured this callback. Yeah. And I based it around a series of not funny jokes that lowered expectations more and more. And then, like, while they're laughing, I'm spinning around and honking my horn and doing flips. <laughs> and, and the captain was very upset because that wasn't a very funny joke either. And I got arrested for not being funny enough. That, Which, like, in a way, I is think... Is funny, right? Yeah. No, it, it worked out. That wasn't actually a bad thing. Um... <laughs> I feel yeah, like if you're going to play the clown, you almost have to have, like, a list of shitty dad jokes at your disposal for those moments. Oh, you also have to, like, really, uh, maybe even more so than other classes, you have to actually have a lot of inventory on you. You need, like, various jokes and things that you can pull out of your hat. Quite, quite uh, physically and literally, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, literally. Like, uh, <laughs> I remember once, um, like, giant spiders got in the station and they were like killing people and there was like one secure door where like the door locks and the glass is reinforced so the spider can't break through it and i was waiting in there with two other people and someone walked by to stop the spider and the spider jumped on them and was like killing them in the hallway and what people are like describing on the radio like oh my god the security's down the spider's ripping his arm off and I'm like, oh, cool. And I, I opened my bag and I pulled out a box of popcorn and I'm eating popcorn and like oh munching God. popcorn into the mic <laughs> while this is going on. That's perfect. And then someone said, the, like, what's that noise? Like the clown's eating popcorn with his mouth open. And I said, I'm not sharing while the guy's like screaming for help and medical's like, we're on the way. That's wonderful. But that's kind of what you have to do. Is that yeah. your job? It is your job. I, I never trust the clowns in Space Station Thirteen either. I've never been You're the not clown. Supposed to. I feel like I, I I feel like I would do it wrong. I don't even know what they're supposed to do, but I would do it wrong. That's another game where there's like a weird amount of pressure that I feel when I play that game, especially like if I'm someone anything like kind of important, like it, like the bartender thing. It's like okay, you're technically not important because you're serving people alcohol and like you don't need to be there. But even then, you got people like ordering drinks. You're like, how the fuck do I make this? I don't know. Like, there, there's such a weird pressure to that game because you're also supposed to be role playing, and like people expect you to be acting like within character or a certain way. And then like shit's just exploding half the time. And like, oh, there's a fucking goat in the bar. Someone go grab the gun from underneath the bar. Like, I don't. It's it. It's so weird. Yeah, it like is. That, uh... That cooking mm-hmm. place in VR chat that we went to. Yes. And we were just like kind of having fun making stuff. And then like one of you was like, do you want to actually play a game? And I was like, no, because as soon as we start <laughs> playing the game, I will forget how to play this. And then half the food's going to wind up on the floor because I will forget how to use the controllers. Because like that kind of like pressure stuff, I'm really bad at. Like I do not find that fun. And there's not actually that much pressure there. Like, I'm basically creating it internally. Like, it's like an anxiety thing, which, okay, I'm not like, I don't want to belittle, like, people with actual anxiety, but, like, it is a mental thing, right? Like, it's like a hang-up that I'm, like, creating this thing that's not not there because it's a fucking video game that's dumb. But, I don't know, stuff like that, like, just, just doesn't work for me. Man, so this is something that came up the other day on Fortnite where I've been playing with Chris... And Chris is like, well, he's like Joe, where you know how, like, there's that competitive nature of, 
well, I'm in this multiplayer game, so I want to win because that's the goal is to win. That's the game. Yeah. I when I log into Fortnite, I am literally like, okay, what would be funny? Like, I don't even care. (laughs) My goal is not it's like I'm doing quests or something on the side to get XP. And it's like, I'm not going to win. So I may well like give somebody a damn story when they lose. Right. Sure. So like I, when I'm playing with Chris, I try not to goof off because I don't want to hurt his chances of winning. So it's like, okay, call of duty mode. We're going to take this serious. We're calling shots. We're checking corners. And when I play solo, I am like, I, so I got this cool emote where your character walks really slow while you're just checking your phone and little emojis are popping off of it. Nice. And I will like find a really good stealth spot. Like I'll be hiding in a bush and there's like 10 players left and it's like snipe warfare where it's like, okay, where are they hiding? Where's that guy hiding? And I'll just turn on an emote and like walk out of the bush. And so I'm going like half a mile an hour, like walking, you know, just like strolling down a hill, texting on my phone. And it's just, it's really funny when you see somebody, like, someone clearly has a shot lined up, but they're just half curious, like, what's the angle here? Yeah. And they won't take the shot. Um, But we were playing doubles the other day, and, like, the <laughs> I don't Chris got downed, and somebody killed him, and it's like, okay, I'll avenge you. And so I, I came around the corner, and I shot the person that killed him. So they're down, and they're trying to crawl away. And it's like, okay, I gotta find their their buddy or whatever and i had to shoot out with their buddy and it got really intense but they got away and chris is like oh no no they ran the other way they carried him out of the danger zone there so it's like okay cool and so i found where the other pair was like recovering and the person that i downed was still like crawling on the floor while their friend was like lifting him back up or reviving him i guess and I ran up with my pistol and I just like I dashed and got point blank and just like pistol like a uh, shot right in the head while they were down it with like just like the most uh, unsportsmanlike way, I guess. Nice. And so That's- like I was I killed your friend and then I just stood there dancing <laughs> like I immediately hit the <laughs> emote button and I'm just dancing and their friend like has a, a spaz attack or like, oh, like, where'd they come from? So they jump up and they got the shotgun and they're missing every shot because they're expecting me to like sidestep or jump or something. So I'm just yeah. standing there dancing over their friend's corpse. And then they missed like six shots in a row and I had to reload. And it's like I could have stopped dancing and finished them off. But it's like, no, no, no. They've had enough. And me and Chris <laughs> were laughing so hard. Like it just played out in this perfect cinematic way. That's great. I like, yeah, I don't play a lot of competitive games anymore other than, like, I'll play Smash Brothers with Joe. We, we do that fairly often yet. Um, but co-op stuff is great because I, I'd rather, like, be on the same team as the person in the room and then we'll fight other people. And then, I don't know, just that that kind of stuff's more fun to me, right? Like, the the pressure isn't to, like, kill each other. It's to kill the other guy, like... Me and Joe started playing Dark Souls 3. He's been talking me into doing that for a while. Hey, we need to, we need to play this together. We'll co-op it on PC. He actually bought me the game. Uh, so we started last week on Friday, I think it was. And we started making our characters. And I wasn't sure who to make. And he's like, I'm going to make Handsome Squidward. And so he's, he's you know, we're, we're on we're microphones. We're making our characters. And he starts laughing. And he's making his ugly-ass Handsome Squidward. So I was like, I want to make Nicolas Cage. 
And I tried to do it myself and it didn't work. So I went on Reddit and I found someone else who did it and I just copied his settings. And I, so that's what I did. And it was so funny to meet each other, like in game, you know, we had to beat the first boss and then get together and just be like, oh, wow, you actually like made this work. And it's like, oh, you kind of like, yeah, you do like, like Nicolas Cage, only you got like a turban on because I picked like the, the warrior class or whatever. Comes with a kind of a goofy set of, of clothes. Um, but walking through that game, because we both played it before and Joe's played it a lot, like he knows that game and just having played Soulsborne games before and just being like, okay, I understand the mechanics. Like I'm not afraid anymore. Like, like the first time I played Bloodborne and the first time I played Dark Souls three, like I was like every corner was nerve wracking. Once you got them under your belt a little bit and you understand how the AI works and like what you can and can't do. Like we were just like rolling around and being dumb and just like, it was a fun, almost like hack and slash experience. Like there's this big bad guy that shows up and he's like, we don't need to kill him. We can just walk behind him and then, turn around the door and so we just did that and like I, a guy invaded us and we killed him and i don't know it, it was it was a lot of fun but also like definitely not the quintessential dark souls experience right like the the serious business way to play that game is to not do what we did but i like that there's multiple ways you can play it yeah i think that's one of the strengths of that series yeah because joe's co-opted it a bunch with different friends and they'll usually goof around and try dumb builds or whatever but then he's also like oh i'm doing like a blood level four run and bloodboard where you don't level up at all you just level up your weapon and you have like no health and not a lot of stamina and some of the big hard fights are like 20 minutes and if you get hit once you die and he's beating the game that way you know so like you can make it aggressively hard and make it this like really skill check kind of thing or you can play with your friend and just you know Use the pizza cutter, just cut everything apart, and have a good time. I guess that comes back to your earlier thing, though. Like, the goal is just to have a good time. Yeah. So make sure you're doing that. Yeah, everybody. Have a good time. I'm trying to think, I, I thought I had one or two other things to talk about, but I didn't write any of them down. Are you still looking at that 3D printer? Yeah, I, I still need to get a hold of that guy because I basically told him I'd buy it and he was going to bring it in to have me look at it. Um, and then it's been a really busy week so far. I'm ho- hopefully tomorrow he'll have it in because I, I will buy it from him if, if he's willing to sell it to me for 150 bucks. It does sound cool. I know you were in the Discord talking about some of your ideas. Yeah, I think I think that could be a fun thing to play around with for sure. I definitely would like to make like your VR chat character, like the cat or something, which would give me an excuse to go buy it uh, and get the model. But like, I'm pretty sure like I could do that. And I think that would be kind of fun to do and then paint. Oh yeah. If you do end up getting that model, let me know if you need help with the textures. Oh, sure. But yeah, that would be kind of fun to, to like paint and just get, you know, some use out of those models. Add variety uh, to it also. Yeah. That, uh, the Space Marines that you linked to me, those, that is the set I, I was looking at getting, I believe. And it sucks that it's that expensive. But I want, I'm pretty sure, like, this is the normal, like, the normal army figures for this team, right? Like, I got my 10 Necrons, and so I want to get a set of 10, and then I want to get a set of, like, 5 kind of, like, big warrior Necrons. And then, ideally, it's 15 on 15, that's, uh, 
fair fight. I don't think the numbers work out that way because Necrons are a swarm army and Space Marines are not. Uh, well, I mean, it's not that it's not true. Usually, there's kind of equipment options. So I think if you gave your Necrons like stronger guns, it gives them a higher point value. Okay. And I think they're a swarm army because their like leader characters have traits that benefit groups oh. where you get more mileage out of your group buff. Sure. But if you're not really like metagaming like that and you just want to have like a friendly match, I think you could tweak these to be within the same range. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I figured the only people I would really play are like Joe and like, you know, the people I know in my real life, right? Which not that many people, or if you came over, we could, we could play. Yeah. Um, but it would be functional. It would be functional. And that's the thing. And I, I want like, just a big enough army so like it looks cool on a table right like like 15 guys is gonna look kind of impressive like my 10 necrons by themselves like that looks kind of legit they're all lined up or whatever like hey that that takes up some space so you did do a good job with them i i really like how they turned out i'm also extremely excited to throw away all of my enamel paints and i know i've mentioned (laughs) that a handful of times now but like i'm gonna pull the plug soon and get rid of all those i'm gonna get either the Army Painter or Vallejo, probably. I, I, I hear really good things about. I think the problem yeah, with the Citadel paints is the pots aren't very good. They don't seal properly, and like they dry out really fast. Yeah, you gotta like, protect them. Which sucks. And like that's got to have been a conscious fucking decision by Games Workshop. Like, oh, we'll just bake in, you know, planned obsolescence into our paints. I was, uh, I was looking at an airbrush. Oh, Airbrushes yeah, yeah, yeah. suck. Really? So they're great tools. But I was like reading, you know, what's the what's the airbrush I should get? And it's like, well, here's this cheaper model. You don't actually need the super expensive ones. Here's the cheaper one that'll get the job done. Okay, cool. Here's all the space it takes and all the equipment it takes and how to clean it and how to store it properly. And also sometimes if you know if you you can store it properly, it'll still break for no reason at all. You have to replace it and I'm listening to this Warhammer podcast where the guy said that he got an airbrush a year ago and he used it once and he got it out for his vacation this last week. He's like, I'm going to finally catch up on my painting. I'm going to do my airbrush thing. I'm going to dedicate the whole week to like doing all the airbrush techniques I want to do. And his thing broke because like some bit somewhere just isn't working right and he can't figure out which one. So he just, it's like, (laughs) It's like this thing where um, if I didn't have any other hobbies and if I had a a garage or workroom where I could do all my painting and keep all my painting stuff in it, maybe. But even then, maybe. I get the benefit for vehicles. Like when you do like big batch painting of the vehicles, like the spray paint cuts out a lot of time. But I'm not even there, really. Sure. I know, like, the people I follow on YouTube that do a lot of mini painting, like, they definitely get a lot of mileage out of their airbrushes. But like you said, like, their main hobby is basically painting. Like, that's part of their job is they make videos for YouTube. And so having or the something that really speeds or... the process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Having something that really speeds that process up is, is super useful to them. I will probably never buy one. I, I definitely do not paint enough. And it just seems like you said something you've got to take care of. You've got to clean it properly. I'd rather chew through shitty brushes. Oh, that's what I got instead. I got this very highly recommended uh, brush soap. Oh, nice. 
It's designed to really attack paints, and it's not damaging the like most bristles. So yeah, I, I'm wondering if I I might get more legs out of that <laughs> instead yeah. of destroying brushes as fast. That's something I've thought about. Like when I, when I switch over and maybe I like get another set of brushes that aren't totally falling off the fuck apart, getting something like that so you can you know restore them to their point right because that's the problem is especially with the enamels like it just eats that shit away and so you paint something and then the brush is all frayed or split down the middle and now you can't do detailed stuff anymore and it's like well that's a problem with the thing i'm painting is like fucking tiny like an inch you know tall i'm almost out of beer that's not good i mean i got a lot more but i probably don't need them tonight but this has been fun i like I like beer. Trying to drink less this week because I drank so much last week. Yeah, I think I'll probably be taking a break next week. There it goes. Oh, yeah. The best part I, about I, moderation I is enjoying the thing when you go back to it. Yeah. I don't really consider beer drinking, especially light beer. I've talked about that before, too. But it's like, if I have a beer, that's not going to get me drunk. It's not that high calories. It's like 70 in a natural light. Like, Better than a soda. Yeah, that's the that's the weird thing. Did I tell you when I went to see my doctor for like a physical, and he asked me how much beer I drink in a week, and I told him, and I I I was expecting him to say, "Well, you should try and cut back." And when I told him, he was like, "Oh no, you get more than that," which is really funny because I'm like so grossly overweight, where it's like, "Well, don't you don't have to encourage me to drink more." I mean, I will. Doctor's orders. <laughs> yeah. I remember, yeah, the, the last time I told a doctor how much I drank, he told me to stop back, but he, it was less about alcoholism and more like, oh, that much hard liquor is, like, gonna give you stomach ulcers. And so I did cut back after that. Like, I do drink in a week, or at least I try to. Um, and there are definitely weeks where I've, I have too much, and then I have to, like, take the next week off, which is what this week is. Like, I think I've had, like, two this week. Yeah, guys, since we're, we're four days in, and did your mic break again? Testing. Hey, hey, hey! There it goes. Hey. Weird. I hope this. I keep thinking it's the cord. Well, you're breaking up again. Boom. Boom. Yeah, it's got to be the cord because I like jiggled it. And then it worked again. Can you replace just the cord? Yeah, yeah. The, it's um, it's a cheap one that it's not even mine. It's uh, my brother's friend brought a microphone over, and it came with the cord and a small like battery pack, uh, because it needed to be powered in by an outlet. And so this went to that, and just coincidentally, like it, it works for this too. It's the right the right uh, plugins, you know, plug outs, but it is like not a good one and then the way it, it plugs into the microphone like it's not super stiff in there so it jiggles uh i found that if i'm using it to record stuff and i'm if i hit the cord at all and jostle it it gets staticky and i'll get like pops in there so when i was recording my ep like i had to have things set up a certain way and the cords kind of wrapped around a certain way so nothing bonked into each other because my headphones have a really long cord and that'll dangle and like I, they were like kind of rubbing against each other sometimes and it's just fucking up takes and you'd think by now I would have just gone and replaced the goddamn thing, but maybe that's what I should do after work tomorrow. Just go to the music store and be like, hey, I need a new cable. 
yeah. I, I, did I tell you what fixed my problem? Uh, no. So, I I thought that like some my speakers were dying or something. I forgot. There's like a little connector. There's the cable, and then there's like a it plugs into an adapter that I plug into my computer. Oh. And so I checked that part, but I forgot there was like a break halfway down the cable, and that just came loose. So I felt really sure. stupid, but I'm glad I caught that before buying something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're at 49 minutes. I know there's some dead air, but I don't know if you want to wrap it up or if you got one more thing you want to talk about. Uh, wow. Well, well, sorry, I'm just looking at the levels. They're funny. They look really smooth. Yay. Um, Do you like Lego? Yeah, Legos are cool. Like did you see Legos the new Mario Lego? Ass. No, I did not. Can you play Chris I Pratt show you that as Mario? Real quick. What? Can you be Chris Pratt as Mario? No. Uh... Well, this is loud. I I have the volume lowered on YouTube, and it's still kind of loud. Yeah, take a look at this. The uh, orders go up today. Describe oh. what you see. It's a it's a little uh, cube like the. Oh shit! It opens up. So it's a, it's the yellow cube um, in Mario where you like you know you jump in and hit your head and like you get a coin or whatever. Uh, but it's also like a, apparently a playset because you can like twist it and open it and there's bomb bombs and. Oh my god. There's a little ice level. And there's Peach in her castle. Did the other sides open up? Oh no, it slides in that way. Okay, so there's only the three little dioramas in it. But still, like, this is, uh... Well, four. There's also a lava land in the in the inside. Oh, there is? No, there's oh, photos yeah, on the Lego site. Um, I don't know where the Lego site went. I thought I had it up. But if you look at the photos, like the levels are recreated so accurately, you can actually chart out the spiral to climb the mountain on Bob on Battlefield. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Like you see the chain chomp, you can see the little bridge you walk over and like the little grating and stuff. And there's like the cannon that shoots you up to the the spate the, the the boat. On the ice level, you can actually open the mountainside and you see the slide, the secret like penguin slide on the inside. Oh yeah. And there's also, like, the spot where the snowman's head is up at the top, but then the snowman's body is down below. Like, the number of details they managed to work in at this little scale, I don't understand how they come up with it. Yeah, this is, like, legitimately fucking awesome. And I hate to say that because, like, I'm not normally the uh, the target audience for this kind of stuff. It's and quality I, I, I'm work. I'm kind of glad, but, man, this is cool. I wonder how God. I bet this is a motherfucker to make. It's got to be rewarding to finish, though. This would take yeah, a so while. I got I the, how many pieces this is. Um, there's two thousand and sixty-four pieces. That is a lot. It is a hundred and seventy dollars. Uh, a lot of people were estimating it would be more. <laughs> Honestly, it's I kind of like, thought it would be more too. Yeah, I didn't like. I'm not gonna spend that on this set. I do fully appreciate it, though. Oh my god, yeah, the little fireplace in the middle. You can see like the, the, the those big black bully things with the horns, and there's the eyeball. And the volcano with the spinning trap on the middle. Yeah, there's a little bridge. And you also this, that this grating. This makes you want to fucking play Mario 64. 
the, there's the sliding puzzle, but there's also on the right side, you see the grating that blocked off the rolly pin where you had to like balance on that rolling pin to get to that one star. I, I cannot believe it. There's even fucking Yoshi on top of the castle. I love the inside of the castle. Oh, yeah, and you also you get the little Lakitu camera. Yeah. I would also just like love like big diorama sets of these places. I I gotta sneeze. It's kind of funny. Like, I'm not gonna like pretend like I'm like in love with Super Mario 64. It's that wasn't my first video game or anything. I, I had a Sega Genesis. Um, I I did. This is making me so fucking nostalgic for Super Mario 64, though. Like, I forgot like how much I, I kind of adore this game, and now I want to play it again. It is really special. Um, now, have you ever seen like the Mario sixty four modding community? No, I've seen some of the speedrunning stuff people do with that game, which is like its own level of just crazy bullshit. You gotta look at the mod community if you want to see crazy bullshit. People have made their own like sequels with new levels and stuff. But there was this one, uh, I want to say it's like super evil Mario 64 or or super cruel Mario 64 where the, like random things are changed in a way that defy logic. Uh, oh, yeah? Well, yeah, like, you know the front door to the castle? Uh, sure. When you touch the doorknob, it explodes and you die. That's funny. It is funny. And then it's when you rude, respawn, you're on the wrong side of the door. So when you walk through it, it animates you. So when you're on the inside of the castle, you walk through the door the wrong way. And you're now locked outside of the hitbox of the room. So you have to know a speedrunner trick to like jump backwards to clip through the wall to re-enter the, the castle. Oh, really? And then from there, uh, if you touch any of the stairs in the castle, those have been changed to quicksand. So you die. Oh, no. And it's like just frequent little things like this keep happening. And it becomes this bizarre challenge of like, how far can you get? Can you beat it in the state? Because uh, some of them are <laughs> like, I think there's a couple levels that might not be like doable. I never saw uh, it's a uh, it's a very interesting fandom. That one game. Yeah. I know that the, the speedrunning stuff is like. The, the 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 things you have to like be pixel perfect to do to get on the leaderboard kind of thing right like it just blows my mind that like someone's idea of their hobby is i'm gonna get so good at this game i'm gonna beat it faster than anybody but then they're gonna take that to like superhuman levels and and spend you know hours and hours and hours playing one game but like how can i take this 10 hour game and beat it in five minutes and that's uh it, it it's cool what like, a, hobbies people have. Like it's it's neat. I'm not like you know, begrudging it or anything. Well, I yeah. would never do it, but it is like especially like the YouTube videos and stuff where people are like, "Hey, I'm gonna talk about the speedrunning community," and your mind is gonna be fucking blown. Okay, I found a clip. I want to send you this, and we'll close out. Okay. So it's called Unfair Mario sixty four. Uh, okay, did you get to Toad yet? No, uh, what should I skip to? Well, he, it oh, just about to happens to shortly. He's counting down from 100. 
Oh god, does he just have to like sit through and actually like go through all of it? There's also extra spaces. So it's like it's this ninety nine line line ninety eight oh, yeah, yeah. line line and you cannot escape. <laughs> there's there's no way to close out of this. He's like, should I close out? He's like, I wonder if I talk to him again. He's like, ooh, never mind. He just like walks away. Oh, the freaking steps killed him. So it's like the the stuff that people create, the people that use Mario 64 as their creative platform. Yeah. What a fascinatingly unique hobby, man. And it's funny because we talk about VR chat stuff a lot now. And it's like, but that was like intended to be a creative platform. To some degree, like it's right. user generated content. Mario sixty four was not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super fascinating what people do, especially given no tools to do it. Yeah. Well, hey, do you have a glad space? Sure. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been watching an anime called Yuri Kuma. Uh, Emily recommended it. the The director is the same person that did uh. Revolutionary Girl Utna. Now, Yuri Kuma's been fun. Like, it's making me glad to watch it. I'm not going to call it a good anime as of yet. I'm only five episodes in. It's very weird. Uh, the fan service stuff is strange. I think the bears are a metaphor for lesbianism, but there are bears that are eating people. Uh, the plot is almost incoherent to the point. I don't even know if I want to try and explain it because it's stupid and doesn't make any sense half the time. But there's a lot of neat stuff going on, and I think I think there's going to be a payoff to it. I swear to God, I think there's going to be a payoff to it. It's not there, there's a method to the madness, but I, I've been having some fun watching an anime. It's been a little while since I've, I've watched one, and the, the storytelling in anime is is fucking weird sometimes. And it's it's a it's a it's a neat w- way to spend a half hour or so every once in a while. So yeah, I'm having fun with it. That's good. What was that name again? Uh, the anime is called, like, Yuri Kuma Arashi, and then there's a couple other words after it. It's on Funimation, so you need an account to watch it. Okay. Now, Revolutionary Girl Luna is on YouTube, and you can watch that for free. Like, the studio is, like, has that up there. So, that is, as of now, the better of the two. It's also quite a bit longer. I think that's, like, 40 episodes, where Yuri Kuma's only 12. But, uh, I do recommend Utna. You got to get through the first maybe six. It starts off a little little rough, a little weird. Uh, things start making more sense around episode six or seven, and then it gets quite good after that. So, you know, it's anime. I don't think there's, a, there's very few perfect animes. Like, there's always some caveats when I recommend, recommend those. But having a good time. That's good. Um, I brought up you? Neryl more than once on the show, right? Ah, uh, sounds familiar. He talks a lot about like retro gaming and emulation and game design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's been working for years on an HD texture pack for Majora's Mask, which is my favorite game of all time. Okay. Okay, and it just came out today. Yay! Oh, nice. That's all. How do you spell that? N e r l. N-E-R-R-E-L. Why do I have... What? Okay. I gotta watch this. Oh, it's a Sonic Boom clip. Oh, yes. This is one of my favorite Knuckles gags. Yeah. 
I don't know why that like was recommended to me when I logged into YouTube just now, but it was the 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 Knuckles that's prison joke. So that could be so we haven't watched Sonic Boom in a while either. It's like we have, we have a couple like watch along stuff if we need some if we need a need to fill some time. But uh yeah. I really like Sonic Boom when that when that cartoon is funny. That that is fucking funny. I I feel bad that it's not going on right now because I feel like we won't see something like that for a while. Yeah. And it sucks because I mean, we kind of talked about this before. We're like, some of my favorite Sonic stuff is when it embraces the fact that it's dumb. The comics, the last run of the comics I read, and it's been a little bit now, they were fairly serious. They're still like Saturday morning cartoon vibes, but not like a comedy like Sonic Boom became. Like, they, they had that old school action cartoon where like no one's in real danger to an extent well i don't know actually the metal virus thing was pretty dangerous like like that that was fucking up the entire planet pretty good so yeah like they, they, some of the comedy's not quite there um i i don't know if we're gonna get like you said a, a comedy sonic thing for a bit now which is a shame because as a vessel for 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 jokes it works pretty well now the movie did turn out pretty well i suppose uh all things considered, I, I think I, I don't know. I think they kind of have an understanding of what does and doesn't work, but they just they seem to understand a little bit and then lose it really fast. So yeah. it's really hard to say. I want to play oh. Balan Wonderland. That's something we talked about doing was uh, Sonic's uh, OC characters, making those on the show. Oh, yeah, we got to we got to save that one because that's a good idea. Do you want me to find like one of those uh like flash character designer things or should we just do it raw like God intended? Well, I found a Sonic OC generator, but the opening screen is to enter your diagnosis. I guessing um I'm just going to put my name in and see what happens. Chad the egg doesn't chuckle. They'd rather flex their muscles. <laughs> have a lot of stats and power and appearance and popularity. Oh, you can move. Can you move it around? No, it won't let me move it. There's no picture, though. Weird. <laughs> so, so I think confused. that's going to be a fun show to look forward to. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll have to see if we can. Um. The, okay. Yours, I've typed in your name as Cameron the Rabbit gets lots of fan games made for them. You have really high stats and popularity and speed. <laughs> I, I don't know what any of this is this is stupid boy should we, we use that it. as a writing prompt or should we be more authentic it's hard to say sometimes I like authentic. the challenge of a prompt but yeah. is that really what a Sonic OC is or should it be pure wish fulfillment Sonic OC major, maker scratch studio this is this ends in a dot edu that has to mean something I don't know what any of this is. We'll, we'll, we'll have to figure something out off show and then do it. But I think that would be a really fun. Uh, I guess the other option is to get Sonic Forces. You already have it and I could get it and just like use that as the character creator. I'm pretty sure that game's like five or ten dollars now. Oh, the character creator and that's kind of basic. Oh, is it? That sucks. It's um, I think it's functional enough for the game. But if you want to compare to like the characters in comics it really doesn't live up to that. Sure. There, there are definitely sites out here with Sonic OC makers, and, like, they all kind of seem shit. And I'm a little surprised. I feel like there would be... 
there would be something better, right? Like, it just seems like there's a market for this. There used to be a really good one on Second Life where it was like all these piecemeal bits. So you could get like pointed ears or rounded ears and like just mix and match things. Uh, you could color it all in game. So you didn't have to have any like advanced texturing knowledge or whatever. And it was like, it, I remember seeing people make their Sonic characters and it was just so easy that everybody was doing it and everybody was buying into this. And it's like, man, Sega should lean into this. Eventually we got forces, but even that didn't live up to the same possibilities. Sure. Well, like I said, we'll figure something out. And it's like, if I have to get out the uh, MS Paint, it's, or I'll probably use Photoshop, but you know, and actually just draw it with my mouse, like, I guess so fucking be it. You know, that, at that point, that's the that's the game we're playing. <laughs> and then, is it like a... Are we drawing, like, ourselves? Like, is it Cameron and Chad? I don't know. That's something we gotta determine. Yeah. This'll be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So then, I guess, we want to commit to doing the new MLP movie for next week. Yeah, I want to talk about real cartoons. Yeah, and then we'll do fake cartoons. Um, if we're subbing to Netflix, I'm going to watch some of that He-Man. Oh, okay. You're welcome to, too. I don't I don't want to have a whole He-Man show since we just talked about it, but I figure we can touch on that, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I, I know there's stuff on Netflix I eventually want to see, and so, like, if, if I need to sub to it for this, then I can watch, like, Space Dandy or something and then unsub after the month. Like, that's fine, too. Um. I'm hoping Netflix makes it easy to unsub. I think so. I um, I might look into like how the account sharing works too. Maybe we can split something. Yeah. Fuck you, Netflix. You're making all these cartoons I want to watch, and you're not going to get a dime. <laughs> I mean, I, I would prefer to just be able to rent the movie for like four dollars, right? Like, or five dollars. Like, let me have it for an hour and a half. I'll watch it and then I'm good. Like, I don't have to make an account. I don't have to do this or that or that or what. But it's like that doesn't work it, that way no more. And it's like you you, you could get a, a nearly unlimited library of entertainment for eight dollars. But it's like I'd rather have limited viewing of one movie for four dollars. Yeah, that's how I'm unappealing the smart. system is. It really is, though. I just I don't want a new account for a thing. I'm thinking I like, I about like the simplicity. Yeah, I'm thinking about the Games Workshop. They do like a Warhammer TV where there's like a yeah. streaming service with videos on it and stuff. And and there's other content. But it's like I'm thinking of doing that because I'm I'm not even like that curious about the cartoons. Like the trailers didn't impress me. Mm-hmm. But they have like interesting uh, battle reports and painting shows. And you get like better access to the the rules and stuff. So you get like the app that lets you generate army lists and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, they're actually offering a handful of things for the subscription. So I'd rather do that than Netflix, but maybe I'll do Netflix for a month and then we'll go into the grim dark future. I've, uh, one of the mini painter guys that I watched, like kind of gave a review of the, of the service and he wished there was a little bit more for your money and some of the like structure layout stuff of just like like physically using it could be better but i guess like some of the things you just talked about are, are pretty promising and and he enjoyed those aspects of it so it's definitely something to try also do we want a quick touch on apparently Lindsay lohan has a, a furry nft and that's now trending on twitter 
Uh, no, I got tired of talking about that today. Okay. I like, like the Lindsay Wrath. Fuck no, I don't. I don't. I don't even know who she fuck she is. I know I the know name, right? And I know she's a famous person because her name comes up. But I like the, the brightest artists of tomorrow are drawing Vor of the Lindsay Lohan NFT today. It's like perfect. That that is the only summary I need of this event. This does not need to, to trend on Twitter anymore. We've solved it. God, I hate the internet sometimes. What the fuck is wrong with this? I'm gonna unplug it right now. Yeah, do that. Got him. Bye, everybody. I think we're. I think we're done. We done. Yeah.